and welcome to machine learning today I'm going to be talking about energy and energy is a commodity um, in my mind there's there's uh, there's agricultural commodities there's energy commodities financial commodities and the one sector that I'm interested in today to talk about is uh, energy com commodities energy the commodities are really necessary for um, understanding the way the world works and um, the um, the commodity market is driven by uh, demand and you can see here in my forecast I'm looking at Duke um, and Next Era Energy and Excel Energy and in forecasting what we are trying to do is you can use uh, a uh, move ahead MA moving average and you can look slightly ahead so you can take uh, numbers um, kind of almost like a rolling average or a window and then use the statistical probabilities to to calculate what you think the future of, uh, of the the stock trend might be um, but in understanding like if we were building a portfolio for energy the things that I'm interested in is I want a strong demand uh, where there's a lot of optimism towards that particular commodity so in the field of, of oil and gas if the economy is doing well the consumption of oil and gas and coal is going to be strong and because of the strong demand there's going to be uh, good earnings and with the good earnings uh, the reward the investors and the investor reward is going to reflect in the price and we'll see and that and that's kind of that's basically very true of what happens is that um, when you look at the when you look at these uh, three companies uh, Duke uh, Next Era and uh, Excel their dividend growth is is uh, positive and the ones that had the strongest dividend growth was were um, Duke, followed by Nextera, followed by Excel, and they had a positive trend in their in their um, returns. So, um, and the way you you could uh, you can go to Yahoo and you can grab their data. Now, one way I like to to do things is I like to resample the data and move it into like quarters or um, even maybe even yearly and the reason why is I want to hold on to these particular investments or these particular uh, ownership into these companies for a certain length of time and I don't want to be trading in and out I want to trade maybe once every five years or so and and accumulate and let the um, demand for that commodity appreciate and appreciate faster than inflation and that's the new strategy in my mind is how do you win against inflation well you have to have growth that exceeds the inflationary rate and so even and that's why uh, commodities are so uh, valuable and I really appreciate uh, a some advice that I received at one time to study uh, dollar stocks and commodities and and the, the important thing is to understand how um, these three f uh, components of a triangle you could say work together so in the in the 
when you have high inflation, how does do commodities help you? Well, that's a it's a defense against uh, inflation. So those commodities will appreciate in price uh, as inflation increases. So, um, what is the fundamental of investing? Well, then fundamental investing is earnings, and the, I really like companies that have earnings because you you have a fundamental foundation to build your um, portfolio on. You're not basing it on speculation of price movement. You're not trying to uh, capitalize on small gains in price or losses in price. Because the the big problem in that is that you can't know the future. And so attempting to um, predict the future on price alone is an impossible feat. In fact, um, when you study portfolio theory, one of the things that you're looking at is whether or not the system is uh, random noise or white noise or a random walk. And, uh, and as you look at that, if it is a random noise or a, a white noise or a random walk, then those trends are unpredictable. So I'm looking for stocks that have a predictable trend in their dividend earnings and also predictable trends in their price appreciation. So if I invest, uh, we'll look in a moment, when you uh, buy a thousand shares of these stock, how they did since 2017 moving forward. And uh, real interesting. Another thing that we can look at is correlation. How do these uh, dividends correlate? So um, in the process here, I can see that uh, if I were comparing Duke to uh, uh, Next Era Energy, that there was a 92% correlation. So that's a phenomenal if I were to put those two stocks into my investment that I would know that in the energy sector that the that the the players, the key players are are uh, moving together. All right. So another thing to look at is the percentage change. And percentage change what it does is it lets you know uh, positive or negative change from the previous uh, period or interval. So you could you kind of think of it as lags. So in the previous lag, uh, how did uh, did I change positive or negative, and what percentage was that change? And then I can uh, I can accumulate those changes, and I can get an idea of positive or negative growth and the trends that are on there. And for Duke and Energy and Next Era and Excel, they all had a positive growth. And so that's that's rewarding in that sense that that the demand for uh the hydrocarbon energy sources is still strong. The only thing that could disrupt them is government regulation and uh penalties for carbon emission and that could cause uh a lot of pressure against these companies, but it doesn't seem to be impacting at this point. Okay, then I, uh, the next thing I want to do is, let's say I have a $1,000, and I want to see from 2017 to 2022 what the growth is. Well, I use my percent change on my opening price, and then I take and add one to that, and then I will cumulatively multiply um, that uh, percent change plus one, and then that that creates a factor, and then I can take uh, my investment and multiply that uh, by the uh, by the investment amount. 
the cumulative amount by the cumulative percentage change amount plus one times the investment, and that will then give me a accumulation factor on my thousand dollar investment. And the the one that did the best uh, was uh, was Next Era. So it went from a thousand to about three thousand dollars, where the others were about one thousand to uh, fifteen hundred for. Excel and Duke being the lowest. So the the lowest performer in terms of price movement would have been Duke. The highest would have been uh, Next Era. And so you can see that, uh, you know, just if you were looking at dividends alone, you would say, oh, uh, Duke provides the best uh, income and best growth. But then if you were looking at price, uh, you'd want to have Next Era as a strong portfolio candidate also because of its uh, price appreciation. So it, it looks like it's, uh, it's innovating, it's, uh, it's becoming in demand, and it's finding the markets where uh, it can find earnings. Now, one of the things I like to do is look at accumulative uh, dividends, and that kind of gives me an idea of how the different stocks perform. Um, and so, if I were looking at that and then I put it into an equation, let's say that from the very beginning in 2017, you bought a thousand shares. Well, that would have cost you for Duke would have cost you 77,000 for next year. It would have cost 29,000, roughly 30,000 uh, Excel. It would have cost 40,000. Okay. So you buy your thousand shares. So roughly, let's see, 30, hundred, $150,000 in investment. Okay. From that, in dividend earnings, you would have made eighteen thousand for Duke, uh, six thousand for Nextera, and eight thousand for Excel. So that would have reflected on your initial investment a return of twenty three percent, twenty one percent, and nineteen percent. So that's a that's really good. And you, if you divided that by uh, five years, then that would be roughly let's say four percent. Much better than performance than the bank. And, and with relatively uh, good probability, there's good confidence bands. You can build your confidence bands in your forecasting. And it kind of gives you a, a good feel about the safety of that portfolio because risk management is trying to reduce your dispersion um, factors. You know, there always is a dispersion factor. Like in 2008, 2009, we saw with the subprime meltdown that there was big problems in the financial market with the uh, things related to bonds and uh, and the securities that way, which was creating uncertainty in, in the valuations of those assets. And so as long as you invest in an asset where there's strong confidence in valuations, uh, then there's a higher degree of probability. And, and that's a good way to invest money. Because the thesis that I'm working on is, how would you invest $100 million? And... Uh, and so you'd want to invest in something that you have high confidence uh, intervals, that your mathematics uh, support the confidence ratios, and then you, you can put that in for five years. And at the end of your five years, you can capitalize. So if you had $150,000, then you would have made roughly, you know, let's say averaging between the two, 1,000, 1,000 shares, um, you know, possibly... Well, at least twenty percent on your dividends return, and uh, and then so that would be roughly what uh, 
thirty thousand dollars, and uh, and then um, a third would have tripled, another and the other two thirds would have uh, portion of the pie would have increased. Uh, oh, let's say you know. Uh, a little bit. I can't remember what the ratios are on that. Okay, so, but we know it was between a thousand to fifteen hundred, somewhere in that range, and so that's why those graphs are really important. Okay, so then we get down to using um, ARMA, and ARMA is really good because it kind of it uses trend analysis. We can set a rolling average. I used a rolling average of 45, and then we can use uh, the order. Either we can use a first order, and that would be done with uh, a parameter of uh, 1, 0, 0. Uh, you can do a move ahead on your, your fitting, and then once you fit it, uh, you can then plot it out. So we'll plot out the actuals, and then we'll plot out their predictions. And we can do that for Duke, NE, and Excel. And that gives us an idea of uh, the performance and the statistical forecasting on those particular stocks as, as they relate to uh, price. And so if you're looking at the safety to invest in price, um, it, there's something really strange in in 2020 that occurred for Duke, and I also noticed that that was with Allstate that there was a sudden drop, and I wonder if that was uh, uh, due to COVID. Is that some of the impacts were maybe some bad news came out because there there seems to be almost like a dispersion event there, and that might be something later to analyze is the volatility of this portfolio. And I'll and I'll uh, continue to put together uh, podcast and and also YouTube's that explain volatility, but that's what 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 volatility is is there is some uncertainty caused from either a labor shortage, supply chain shortage, or a commodity reevaluation, which we saw in two thousand eight two thousand nine, and uh, so you know again you see this behavior. And it's kind of like a black swan. You want to pay attention to it and try to understand uh, what what may have been the factors causing that. Okay, well, um, in short, uh, let's continue to follow me. If you're interested in uh, statistical analysis the, the of, of commodities like energy, and the way I selected these were I used my algorithm, which I've talked about in the past, where I was looking for stocks where you use the percent change, uh, two consecutive days of percent change positive. And then as long as it remains positive, you have a hold. And then if it shifts from um, positive to negative, you have a sell. And then you count the frequencies of how many buys that you have, how many sells uh, that you have during the during a year and the stocks that have low number of buys and low number of sales and large number of holds uh you want you want to uh look at those stocks because they reflect a very strong demand for that uh particular service or commodity or product and those are stocks that I like because I can now build a confidence interval I can build a uh, dispersion analysis and uh, 
and then I can get some confidence intervals statistically on how they will perform. And then I can also get a um, idea on a forecast of how much money I can earn. Because that's what business is, is a return on your investment. If you have a positive return on your investment, then you can stay in business. If you have a negative return on your investment, you cannot. And that's the same with portfolio management. Uh, you can you can accumulate and build portfolios if you have earnings or uh, returns that are positive. Otherwise, your investors will, will substitute and go somewhere else and make money.